this is Steve Strange tonight. Welcome to everybody out here to the Intro Roundtable. I'm Tom, your host, W5KUV. We also have Glenn with us, KW5GP tonight. And uh, we're running on very, very low bandwidth tonight, about 768K up. We're usually running about 20 megs up, but uh, 768 is all we can get out of these wires here in the Blue Ridge Mountains uh, in North Carolina, Western North Carolina. So we're going to try to do a show anyway. We don't think it's just going to be a, a you know uh, one of the, the best connection shows. We may we may drop in and out. Hey, if I drop out, I think Glenn will still be on because we're using the. Uh, we're using the app tonight that's it's not the same app that we, we use for studio work, so this one works a little bit differently. Uh, we're all on the cloud and not on my central computer there, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, anyway, hey, if you're out there listening on uh, shortwave, uh, WBCQ 7490, we welcome you and uh, love to hear from you. Send us an email to tom at w5kub.com. Tom at W5JV.com. And if you will, hit that subscribe button. What is it? It's over there. Yeah. There should be a subscribe button down here somewhere. Hit that subscribe button. That helps YouTube to advertise the show to other people uh, that are, you know, surfing around in, uh, in YouTube for him or your type shows. And, uh, uh, that's how we get about 20% of our viewers there. So uh, please uh, please do that. Join our Facebook group. It's called W5KUB. And we've got about 14,000 members of that group right now. And uh, we'd love to have uh, uh, We're in North Carolina, up in the mountains. Glenn's back uh, near home. He's, he's at home. Maybe 20 miles from my home there in Memphis. And Glenn, come on in here a second, man. I mean, we got storms in Memphis. I've been getting emails uh, from my generator saying my generator's been going on and off. And, and Mark P just said, uh, what did Mark P just say? 125,000 people in Memphis don't have power now. What's going on, man? Well, part of that reason is I'm not at work right now. Oh, okay. Could you have avoided this? No, I don't have anything to do with the power generation side. Oh, you don't? Okay. Well, no, no, I'm strictly I'm sending a letter to them requesting that you be assigned to the power generating side there. No, 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 no. no. I'm happy where I'm at. But, uh, yeah, the storm came through here, oh, probably about 45 minutes ago, and it was pretty strong. There were some warnings and stuff around, but it – came through quick and now it's just it's actually clearing up a little bit so yeah it's, it's hot it's supposed to be even hotter tomorrow i looked at the radar and uh well i saw a pretty good cell coming through uh Memphis and Carter over there so yeah uh, yeah and uh hey it's it's in south of nashville and it's heading this way we might Uh-oh, Tom's frozen. Looks like that 768K up has gone down to about 30K. Yeah. All right. Well, let me get uh, let me get Mark P on here. Mark P uh, up there in 
in Kettering, uh, Ohio, right outside of Xenia. Mark, how is our 768K working right now? Am I getting through okay, or is it just so terrible that you want to go watch TV right now? Mark, Mark P, answers. Oh, we got a guy here from Moscow tonight. Very so, cool. That's Moscow, Moscow, Kansas, so, by the way. Oh. Uh, he said it's mostly working. It's mostly working. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy with that. And uh, how, about, how about a report on Glenn's uh, video? Glenn should be better than me. This is a cloud-based system and not a single system like I used back in the studio. So cloud-based, he should be doing good. I should be doing not so good. So, Mark, uh, how, is, how is Glenn's picture recording? Yeah. Now, part of your audio issue, Tom, is I can hear the echo in the room. Oh, okay. You know, you know that organizational chart for W5KUB behind you is probably reflecting a lot of the audio around. I was going to, uh, uh, I was going to uh, mention that, guys. Uh, the chart you see in the background. Let me show you what that is. Kathy, this is Kathy does this. Let me get it for a screen. My shameless. Sure Okay, so guys, this is a uh, this is a family tree, and uh, Kathy does a genealogy. So uh, uh, let's see. Oh. So let's see uh, genealogy she's put together for her family over here in uh, in uh, Takasuchi or in North Carolina area here. So uh, right now we're here with a lot of people there you see on the wall uh, right here. Looks like uh, I think I, I just got a note. Uh, I just got a note. I think a uh, uh, friend, uh, Jeff Powell, uh, just uh, tuned in. He's probably watching on his phone. Or tonight, over in the county next to us here, and uh, he's tuned in tonight. Uh, he uh, he invited us to the Jackson County Club meeting uh, this past Saturday. Had a good time there. I'll talk a little about that in a minute. So, uh, so Glenn, uh, anything else going on there? Well, I spent most of the day, well, not most of the day, you know, on and off a little bit, getting my logbook of the world certificates updated. They were going to expire next week, so I figured I better get around and getting that get that done, and then get them installed and updated and everything on the computer. So, got all that done today, and just working like crazy on the new book. I mean, we're we're just rolling right along. I got another project finished uh, this morning. Just have to put it back together and uh, get the pictures taken and move on to the next one. I got about two or three more projects to do before the writing can start. But uh, just rolling along. I got to stay home today because I had to go to the eye doctor. So the rest of the day was a waste because they had to dilate my eyes and I couldn't see for hours, man. Oh no, man! So, I, tell you, man I, I, I tell you, when I get home, I better go to my doctor, and uh, I'm ready. Bite the bullet. I'm against. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm allergic to needles, scalpels, and lasers in my eyes. But uh, I'm. I'm starting to see things are starting to get darker. And uh, I'm going to go, and they're going to. They're going to take that laser, and they're going to bombard my my lens. And they're going to suck those lenses out with a vacuum cleaner. 
Well, number 30, you live there. And I'm supposed, we're supposed to be able to see brightness and colors and everything. But uh, I'll tell you what, they better give me a pretty potent pill before they do that. Oh, no kidding. They have to do the same for me. I mean, it's, I don't want to be here when you do it. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, oh, oh, gee. Well, you know, hey, I'm going for the, uh, I'm going for the super glasses. Uh, the, the lens they put in now, you can get the, they're like bifocals almost. You're supposed to be able to see far and close with them. Um, if you want just the ones you see, just run all that close. You have to wear glasses for reading. So, uh, you know, I don't see why I should have my eyes done and still have to wear glasses for reading. So I'm telling them, you know, put the, uh, put the premium uh, super duper ones in there. And uh, I'm going to have to have glasses after I go through this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would do that. But every year my prescription is changing. My eyes are actually improving. And, uh, you know, mine is starting to improve. When I watch TV and try to read the subtitles and different things. I take my glasses off now to read. So my exactly. eyes are getting my eyes are getting a little better, but um, I still need to read something really, really close by. And um, but but I can tell that cataracts things are starting to get darker. Uh, things aren't as bad as they used to be. I mean, I still see fairly good, but oh man, okay, a lot we're talking about that. Yeah. I don't know how to, I don't know how to tie that into ham radio. Uh, other than when I had this done, I'm probably going to be off ham radio for a week or so. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I saw something today about the solar cycle, saying that it's peaking earlier and actually better than they originally expected. So they're now saying the peak yeah. is going to be next year. Yeah, I think the peak is coming soon, and. Uh, uh, it's it's going to be pretty good. You know, I set, uh, we'll talk a little bit later. I set my my portable my IC seven three hundred up here with a little vertical piece of wire, and uh, thirty's been terrible. But yesterday on twenty, I talked to Albania and um, actually Albania and somewhere else over there. Somewhere close. Somewhere close to Albania. What's close to Albania? I have Come no on. clue. I'd have to call up close the map. Hey, I got my wallet right here. How about Bulgaria? There you go. Okay. I think that's close. That's close. Okay. So Brett's, Brett's come back for surgery. You have to wind uh, uh, up with fixed focus. I have to use glasses instead uh, to adjust. Uh, they've got new lens now, Brett. They've got new lens for about 3000 bucks more for each lens. You can upgrade to where you don't need glasses to read. It's like having a bifocal lens in. Now, my, my question is, how do, you, how do you know those lens don't get turned? You know, your bifocals on the side instead of the I don't know, but they must know what they're doing. So, anyway. Well, I think it's probably like that the, when they do the movies for TV and say that this movie has been resized to fit your screen. Right. I think, right. I think it's that smart technology that they use for that that they're going to put on your lenses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, I saw a note from Clinton. All right, okay. But actually, over the years, my I'm I mean I'm I'm nearsighted and usually blind without my glasses. And over the years now, at home, I don't wear my glasses unless I'm watching TV or working outside. Now it's all 
if yeah. I'm in front of the computer, I'm actually more comfortable without the glasses. All right. Well, hey, I wanted to mention hey, tonight. I wanted to mention. Um, you know, I I did come up here and, and I I uh, planned a trip around going to see the Jackson County Amateur Radio Club, and uh, they had a meeting uh, Saturday. You know, I really enjoyed going up there and meeting all the guys. I, I, I met them before a year or two ago. In fact, we threw a cookout here at the house for them. We cooked uh, hamburgers and hot dogs and veggie burgers. I never cooked a veggie burger before, but uh, someone did a veggie burger. We, I, I wasn't sure exactly how to cook it, but we threw it on the grill. Uh, so we had a, you know, we had a lot of the, uh, hams, local hams here, and uh, we had a nice. Uh, uh, little uh, trip out here and, and visiting with them, and uh, I, I gave them a presentation here uh, about a year ago, I guess. I think called Pico Ballooning. And then uh, we went up there, and uh, we uh, one of the uh, items on the program was uh, MT8. We got a lot of new names uh, there that are uh, starting to. Uh, Going to the club and getting a license. So, uh, uh, Ned uh, gave a good presentation on FT8 and uh, how to set it up and everything. But as we got ready to uh, demo it, uh, just like Norman, we had computer issues and we didn't get to demo it uh, Saturday morning. But anyway, we uh, showed it and uh, uh, talked about it. Uh, they uh, very uh, very uh, interesting uh, meeting and group, and uh, really enjoyed being with the guys. In fact, uh, they um, they're calling another club meeting next Saturday just for me to come where they can talk with me. You know, I don't I don't know I don't know why they think uh, there's a lot of new people and they have a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions that. A lot of questions that you would expect a new person to have. You know, I just got my license. You know, what kind of radio do I need to buy? Yeah. What, what kind of antenna do I need? You know. Well, that's a good. This antenna, stuff like that. So, you know, it's going to be mainly a meet and greet with talks. So, um, I'm no expert on all that stuff, and you better not ask me any digital questions because I am not a digital person for sure. I'm an old tube guy from six. Years ago and here and uh, I can, I can, you know, I can basically say you put a wire up in the air and put some fire on it, and you'll make a contact, pretty much. You know. Yeah, but you know, it's good to see the the new hams coming into the clubs. You know, it, it you know helps yeah. the, helps the hobby keep going and grow and everything. So that's a good sign. Well, but just ask me if I'm mastering FT8. Uh, I'm not a digital person. Uh, I don't use FT8, although I did try it out uh, maybe about a year ago. I did make about you know, 20, 30, 40 contacts on FT8. It was interesting. Uh, and uh, uh, I do have a video. If anybody's interested in FT8 and it's sitting I have a video out there on, on my channel here that shows you how to set your setting up to work with uh, with the FTA program. And uh, I got a nice email here a month or so ago. A guy uh, sent me a note and said, hey, I've tried other videos. I can never get my FTA to work. But I watched your video, and it worked. I don't know why it worked. You know, so anyway, 
So that's, a, that's interesting. Hey, I was going to operate remote base here while I was here, but uh, we're going to be here a couple of weeks. So I decided just to bring the 7300, my auto tuner, and uh, uh, some uh, radios and a uh, piece of water. So I'm throwing up a, about a 60 foot vertical down here in front yard. Hey, I've got a few pictures here. Let me see if I can share them now, guys. Uh, bear with me. Bear with me. This is, um, I might make a mistake here. I'm going to try to do a share. Let me first of all see if I got the pictures here. All right. All right. I got them. I'm going to go share. Uh, and let's see if we see what he's. No, not seeing anything yet. Well, I'm done with them. There you go. No, that's not right. I don't know what that is. Let me try again. Let me try something else here. Um, all right. Let me open it up. Okay. Now let me do a share. It's probably going to work. You know what I mean? It'll probably work okay. Yeah, let me just got to give it time to, to update on that screen. slow bandwidth. Yeah, well, there it is. I just had to stop it. We started. So uh, there you go. You should be seeing. You see a couple people there? Yeah, it's working. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think I can tell you who else is there, except there's our friend Jeff Powell uh, sitting here on the end of the, uh, uh, the couch there. And I think Jeff is tuned in tonight. He's probably in the chat room. And uh, uh, watching uh, if he if he's uh, able to win. So this is uh, uh we met at uh, let, me, let me see how this even work here. Uh, I don't do anything. Uh, so here we go. This is a uh, scenery. This is I'm driving up to the club meeting. The club meeting was actually at the Jackson County Airport, and uh, Jackson County Airport. Is uh, it has a th little 3,000 foot runway and it's on top of the mountain, so you don't want to go more than 3,000 feet, you know, if you know what I mean. So it's up on the top of the mountain, so here I am going up to the top of the mountain, uh, to meet. So it was at the Jackson County uh, uh airport. Uh, here's uh, here's some of the guys here, there's dead up there at the front, and uh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I can't place names to everybody in you, but that's uh, a few people here getting ready for the T8 uh, program. Uh, and uh, there's, there's a little shot of them there. Uh, the lady on the right, I think she just got her general license. She just took her test recently and made a hundred on it. So uh, she did. She did really well on testing. Let's little let's run here is a. Uh, 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 it's a small building here on the airport. I guess it's like you know, flight ops for people to meet, you know, uh, to come in. There's a restaurant and a few things like that. Um, so um, let me see what this is. I'll see this. Let me ask one. Okay, uh, I think this is Ned here. Uh, he actually, uh, he, uh, I forget what antenna it is, but 
the reason we use that antenna there uh, uh, for FT8, which I think would work well off on the top of that mountain, uh, probably has some good coverage uh, from up there. Uh, but uh, again, we have computer problems, so we're probably going to do that again some other time. Uh, let's see. Um, it's a it's call. I guess that's KQ for it as well, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So um, uh, let's see. Let's talk a little about here. This is a hey, here's a off my front porch here. This is what we're looking at here. Um, uh, Kathy's uh, family lives uh, down through that valley right there. A little building you see at the very uh, down in the center down here. That's, that's a corn crib. I think it's uh, it's like a log cabin. Uh, it's an old, 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 old building. With a, I think it was a corn crib, and I guess it's full of corn in it. I guess that kept uh, the cows from doing whatever. A lot of animals. So, uh, out on the porch, normally I would uh, set up on the porch out here and operate there. Uh, here I've got my uh, TS570, uh, but now I've been bringing the 7300 with me. But it's been too hot out there. It's been really, really hot out here. You know, it's, it's a lot cooler here than it is in Memphis, but it's still a little hot here. Oh, man, so, it's been hot. So, I guess inside here, you know, Air conditioning. I just set me up a little card table here and uh, set up a 7300 and then coax out the door and uh, you know, just uh, operate right there. And uh, another uh, pen right there, a little uh, uh, map there, that's from, uh, that's from Clunky uh, QRP. Uh, that's one of prizes that we, we gave out. Uh, uh, the last prize giveaway is we did, and that's got a lot of ham radio information on it. I think he's going to be giving some more away at the Huntsville Ham Fest, and uh, that's a cool thing. It's, it's, it's kind of feels like a mouse pad. And let's see, what else I got here? Oh, people may wonder, uh, you know, hey, what's my intel like? Uh, hey, uh, I don't think you can beat this SG-237. This thing goes from... Uh, and it go from 16, yeah, it goes from 1.8 megs up to uh, uh, six meters. And uh, it's uh, auto tuned, it's waterproof, military specs. Um, at the top there, you can see I've got the antenna wire connected to the top right. And I've just got three uh, wires as radios connected to the ground log at the bottom. And uh, look, at those, look at those ground radios there. This was an old extension cord that I got when I was in the Air Force uh, 60 years ago. And uh, they, they were given away. I guess they thought they were getting dangerous. And I eventually cut that, cut that cord open. And much how the insulation was being whittled over green and black and white line. Uh, but I had like, it was like a 100-foot extension. But uh, hey, it still makes great radio, so that's where I, I lay out there. You know, I just got a laying on the porch right there and uh, took a slingshot and uh, shot a line over them about seven feet in the air, pulled a, a screen up there and pulled up about a 60 foot piece of wire. There's a vocal, and uh, it works real well for us. Let's see. 
So I think it's all the pictures. And uh, let's see, let me show and go back here. And what's like that? Get my screen share? Okay, are we back? Yeah. Oh, I'm back. Okay. So let's see what's up. Uh, let me check the uh, Captain Challenger. Let me check the Captain Let's see what the cat is like right now. Let's see. Okay. People on the YouTube, yeah, I, and the YouTube chat, um, hey, it said it was turned off, but it's not turned off. No, that bothers me. That bothers me a lot. Let me click on. Let me click on the dashboard here. Yeah, I'd send them over here, but I don't have access to. Sure, yeah. Screw can I be? Screw can I be I don't know, I'm getting some kind of crazy stuff on my YouTube, but later off the air, I don't know. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, I see more type in there. David's in there. David's Ray over there. Brian's in there. Yeah. Ray is out in his car because he's without power. Who's that? Ray. K5UZ. Oh, he's in Mississippi. I think he's a good way to stay. I think he's in Mississippi. Maybe I'll move down. I don't know. I forget where, where he is. Not sure. I thought he was Arkansas. No, uh, he's, he's, down, he's down south of you. All right, so... Okay. Well, we're just going to leave him in the chat. Yeah, we're just going to leave him in the chat. I'm going to get you there. You know, the people that build these websites like this dashboard for uh, YouTube, you always got to be a rocket scientist to, to uh, you know, go through and uh, know where, know where you're trying to go. Okay. Anyway, I'm out of it. Don't forget it. Okay. All right, so let's kind of roll, roll right there. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, stand by just one second, and we'll be right back in about 60 seconds. Got cabin fever? Look no further. Spring is in the air, and ICOM has just what you're looking for. We have top quality base stations, mobiles, and handhelds that are perfect for working your favorite bands. ICOM's newest amateur FM transceiver is the ICV3500. With a compact body and simple interface, this radio is a must for those looking for a long-range mobile with a fresh look. The ICT-10 is a rugged portable that meets or exceeds standard military testing. With an IP67 waterproof rating, the ICT-10 can withstand any field activities ahead. Hear transmissions and listen to FM broadcasts with the loud 1500 milliwatt speaker. 
The IC7300 is a high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. This innovative HF transceiver digitizes RF before various transceiver stages, reducing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changes the way entry-level HF is designed. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Hey, Lee says he's in New Albany, Mississippi. Where is that? Is that East Key? Yeah, yeah, that's that's basically southeast of me. It's about two thirds of the way to Tupelo. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's true. So we got here tonight. Let's see. Oh man. Hey, yeah, I thought we have a vacation, man. Let me tell you, man. And then changed a ground fault breaker out in the. Breaking box. I, I put uh, Nicky on the uh, back porch. Uh, what was I doing? Uh, took the freezer out. We got a freezer out of the garage, took it apart. The fan motor's in the freezer's going bad. We got a fan motor on the I'm going to put it in. Something else. What did I do? I have a fedor. Come on. Yeah, Come it's on. always stuff you got to do to work on the house and fix it. Yeah. Man, I did something else. That was a big job. I don't remember what it was there. Okay. Um, hey, let's talk a minute about Huntsville coming up. Because, hey, this is coming up in more three or four weeks. Yeah. Uh, so it's coming up really soon. And, guys, uh, I've got a little message for you here. I'm going to try to play it. Let's see if it plays. I've got a special announcement to make about Huntsville, guys, and uh, I'll be telling you more about this, but uh, if you, uh, we're starting to load up prizes on our prize page uh, uh, for our webcast of the Huntsville Ham Fest, and that's only in about four weeks or so, 30 days, something like that, uh, but uh, if you go to our prize page, you're going to see one prize, and I've got one thing here. We started doing this, guys, the, the going to webcast these ham fest for everybody it's become very expensive uh as we've told you and you probably know you know when we every year we've been webcasting uh uh hamvention for about 20 years now and lately as everything is it's going up and our cost to webcast huntsville was upwards to three i mean uh, uh hamvention was upwards three thousand dollars now huntsville is a little different it's kind of laid back We've got a little bit different arrangements, and uh, it costs us less. But it does cost us still about $1,500 to webcast the Huntsville Ham Fest uh, to all you guys and get prizes away to you. And um, what we're offering, we're going to do the same thing this year as we did last year. Hey, we're going to give away a, a um, uh, just this one prize. This one prize here is going to be kind of a fundraiser. And for every five bucks that you'll throw in a pot uh, or in a hat, uh, uh, we'll put your name in a hat uh, to win this uh, a CA500 uh, antenna analyzer. And this is a great antenna analyzer. And uh, hey, two five dollars, that gets you two tickets. Three gets you, um, you know, three gets you three tickets. Let's see, how much would a thousand dollars win? How much would a thousand? How many tickets? That'd be about five hundred. No, about two hundred tickets. Two hundred tickets. Guys, for a thousand bucks, if you donate, we'll get you two hundred tickets to go in hand. But anyway, hey, 
You can check this out on the prize page. I explained it on the prize page. If you're interested, do it. If you're not, if you don't have the money, don't worry about it. Don't do it. We're going to do Huntsville regardless. But uh, a lot of people like uh, like these these uh, prizes here that we give away. All the other prizes are going to be free. And uh, uh, to everybody, and, and we got a lot of great uh, uh, donors and companies that are donating prizes. And you can see some of those prizes on our prize page right now. If you just go to W5KUB.com and click on prizes, you'll see that. Hey, guys, just uh, check out the prize page. Uh, we've got most of the prizes so far, and we know about on the prize page. Just go to W5KUB.com, click on prizes, hustle prizes at the top of the You can see some of the things we're giving away. Uh, hey, we have five mini talkies. Uh, uh, Gator Parks is going to be five mini talkies. We've got, we got white meters, antenna analyzers. We've got everything out here. So uh, just uh, check it out and uh, maybe we'll look at Husky's coming up. Um, I think in a couple of weeks we'll have Mark Brown here with us uh, to talk about it. Yeah, that's just, I, I can't say it more you know, how nice the Huntsville is. So Brett is going. I know he's he's lined up and Brett is going there uh, uh, for Huntsville. I think that may be his first time to Huntsville. I, I, I think he will be greatly pleased. Uh, when he gets there. I haven't seen the floor plan yet. They're working on the floor plan right now. Uh, uh, if you want to go to Huntsville Hamfest page, just go to hamfest.org, hamfest.org, and you will uh, be able to uh, check out the uh, Huntsville Hamfest page. Um, there is a place that will have the uh, floor plans and maps here uh, pretty soon. And we'll see where that be. We we run there up next to the stage. Uh, I think that's where they try to post again this year. Uh, and uh, we're having a good time again. I haven't heard from Joe Eisenberg. I don't know if he'll be there or not. Uh, don't know. But uh, it'd be great to um, to see all our all our friends again. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for my computer to call up the forum schedule. Okay. They may have so that posted. About that in uh, yeah, Starlink, uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, Starlink costs over $100 now per month. Uh, the internet we have here at the house is basically a DSL. It's about six megs down and uh, about 768K up. And, uh, you know, it's reasonably priced. Uh, and, you know, when family comes over here, you know, they're going to email and, 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 you know, it works fine for, for browsing the internet and searching around and looking at things. And we, we even, uh, our team here, we even use a huge Streaming service. What's it called? Tivo? 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 Yeah. We've got Amazon, too. Yeah, we've got a little Tivo plug in, HDMI plug in. We just bring it from home and bring it over plug it in a TV. And of course, it goes through the internet here. We don't have any problem. We can stream movies or anything we want to watch, and it doesn't buffer or anything. And we got that damn pass. So, 
uh, you know, we've got other services, YouTube TV and uh, uh, Amazon and other things here. And so the, the, the six, six down works uh, pretty good for us. Uh, it's just not great for streaming the show. And hopefully uh, running this, this system tonight, uh, which puts red on the cloud, me on the cloud, and other guests on the cloud and so forth, um, it, um, it makes it possible. Okay, let's see. Uh, Starlink, uh, yeah, you know, we use Starlink. Mark P provided it for us. We use Starlink in uh, Dayton this year. And um, yeah, it worked okay. Uh, and it's expensive. But, you know, if you want internet, sometimes you have to pay for expense, you know. Yeah, okay. They don't have the floor plan laid out yet and they don't have the forum schedule listed yet yeah yeah let's still working on it uh, yeah. i think uh, a number of the big vendors manufacturers that maybe didn't come during the pandemic are coming back this year so they're having to reshuffle the floor plan just a little bit uh, to get all those guys uh, work back in Yeah, I mean, they had a pretty decent crowd last year, but I think it's going to be a lot better this year. Yeah, I've been talking about T-Mobile, unlimited data. Uh, you know, we use Verizon, and uh, uh, we used to always stream or drive to Dayton and different places with uh, just a little Verizon jetpack. It's the same as a hotspot on your phone, but I, I didn't want to have my phone streaming for 10 hours. So, you know, we bought some of the little jetpacks, and uh, those things were pretty good. Uh, uh, we don't need much to really stream the show or, or anything, uh, you know, a few megs. Hey, um, I just upgraded my jetpack uh, a, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I, I've been used to the 4G. You know, 4G on a phone, you know, uh, with the... With the jetpack, we're gonna you, you might see twenty megs down, something like that. Nothing just really outstanding, you know. That would be what I got at home right now. Uh, so, yeah, you know, Memphis does have five uh, G now, but it's just downtown. It, it doesn't come out very far, so we had no five G there. Nashville had five G in the center of town. I did try my little uh, jetpack, uh, and when we drove through Nashville. I took the 5G jetpack, turned it on, and I did a, I did a, uh, uh, I did a speed test. And there, uh, we got 350 megs down. Wow. Well, it worked pretty good, you know. So, you know, the jetpack, uh, yeah. Now, 50, or no, I'm sorry, 25 is about the best I got. Yeah, but let's talk about the jetpack. The, the original jetpack I had, it had two antenna connections, and I did buy two uh, of the antennas that are more magnetic, and they had about a 15-foot cable, and you could actually, uh, uh, you know, uh, hook the external antennas on there. I didn't see much difference in signal. Uh, uh, when I hooked the antennas on there. Now, my 5G, I just upgraded my jetpack to, so I could have 5G. It does not have, uh, 
it does not have a uh, place uh, for an external antenna. Uh, it does have an Ethernet. Let's say now, wait, now the jetpack doesn't. I also bought me a um, uh, uh, 4G, 5GE, I, I get it, well, I'll, I'll call it router. Uh, I can take the same SIM card and plug it in this little uh, uh, 5G router. It's got four antennas on it. And it's also, uh, you know, it has its own Wi Fi built in. And, uh, and uh, it's got Ethernet. It's got Ethernet, full Ethernet, and um, I got me some uh, power over Ethernet. Uh, some uh, it's like a bias sheet. It's power over Ethernet, and uh, I can run power uh, to that box now over the Ethernet cable. So my thinking was, well, if I if I need to, man, I can put that thing in a plastic box, throw a rope over the tree down about 40 feet in the air, and pull that sucker up in the air, have the Ethernet come down, I can power it through the Ethernet, and I'll have the Ethernet connection down, uh, down at the bottom, or I can just pick it up by Wi-Fi. So that was some of the reasons I, uh, I ordered that box. I thought that would be kind of cool. Let's uh, see. Yeah, interesting thing, you know, uh, K5PMV Paul in the chat room saying he's got gigabit, but it's only a 50 gig up or 50 meg upload, and he's moving 30 gig files, and it takes a few hours. Uh, let's go back to the days of dial-up where that file would probably take a month to send, and you pray that you didn't drop. Yeah. Hey, you know, at home there in the studio, we've got, uh, we've got almost one gig down. But I've only got 20 legs up. Again, we don't read but three or four legs, you know, up to, to do the show. That's plenty. Uh, you know, 20 legs is fine. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be cool if I can get something with symmetric, you know, it's symmetrical. You know, one week down, one week up. That'd be kind of cool, you know. Yeah. I have a right on five of them. How about stationary balloon? You know, um, I had to find it. But, uh, you know, uh, in our balloon launches, we were always looking for some way to transmit from the balloon, especially if it was like a water balloon or high altitude balloon. And uh, I found an article where it's illegal. And I don't know why, but it's illegal to use a cell phone up there in a balloon like that. I don't know why it would be. Probably because at that height or the higher heights, you might tie up several towers. What do you mean? Kind of like trying to use a cell phone from an airplane. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But, uh, it, it's, even though I read it somewhere, I never really followed up on it. I, I thought about it, but you know, I'd be kind of cool, man. You know, it was like, well, I believe if you put, a, you know, get you a throwaway cell phone put nearby, you want a Walmart and put your SIM card there and, you know, pay for a week and let it rip, man. Uh, you know, uh, you already get good coverage with it. And, and also, that would be kind of cool for the camera on the phone, you know, through yeah. the cell phone, through the cell phone connection. And that's what we're looking at, but it turned out to be really good. I see Charlie, uh, CX-6BT down in Uruguay, 
uh, has uh, joined us. And Charlie, our balloon has crossed, almost crossed Uruguay a couple of times here in the last couple of months here. Um, it's been kind of hanging low down at the very bottom tip of uh, Argentina. Just to give you guys an update on our balloon, uh, uh, W5KB113 has been up now for about, I don't know, 285 days and still transmitting fine. We hope it breaks a year uh, in uh, flying and transmitting. Uh, our balloon 112 stopped transmitting after 120 days. Uh, we, we had a transmitter problem from the very first day of launch. It was very intermittent and finally just quit on us. I think 112 is still flying. It now would have been over a year, but we can't prove it. So we're hoping that 113, which is about 180, I mean, 285 days now, we're hoping it will surpass the 320 or something days of 112, and we're hoping it'll make the one-year flying mark. So that's going to be a big accomplishment there. Yeah, let's see. You know, back to your cell phone thing. <laughs> Would it be legal to put it in air, air, uh, airplane mode and just use the Wi-Fi access on it? Well, it probably would. Probably, you, you wouldn't be using cellular. At that's that right. That's right. But uh, you know, I mean, at, at, at one hundred and twenty thousand feet, that's. 20-something miles, 25 miles. I mean, I know Wi-Fi, I mean, a 2.4 can go that far. I don't know if the cell phone would or not. You know, oh, the cell phone would, you know, be frozen at 30,000 feet. I, I, I mean, the, the Wi-Fi part, I don't know if we have a transmitter receiver that can make the trip. Well, the battery uh, wouldn't. Well, well, we were able to have battery power up there. I mean, that that would be the key, but the thing is, you've seen that those batteries kind of die around 30,000, 40,000 feet. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you'd have to keep it below that. We had a 8,000-foot flying that we did. Three cameras, and we had three cameras, and we had the APRS whisper. Yeah, and uh, we used a really cell phone, external cell phone batteries. It had four USB ports on it, and we just ran a little short one foot cable to each camera and went to the uh, uh, USB transmitter. And uh, we had it, uh, we had it in our um, and well. Of course, the flight wasn't with, the uh, flight was three hours total, hour and a half up, hour and a half back. Um, the cargo didn't get it, you know, so. Yeah, that's the key is you had it insulated and stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, guys, we, uh, this is the cause of our situation, our own vacation, and because of the bandwidth here. Really sure we were going to be able to have a show tonight. So uh, I do have a video. We had a lot of people at the meeting uh, asking about what 
kind of the antenna could be used. And everybody's talking about an infield and this and that, you know. And, you know, you know, an infield antenna is, is okay. Uh, I didn't really do the harmonic bands, you know, 80, 40, 20, uh, 10. I'm not sure it'll be 15. That's not harmonic. And the, eight, the, the uh, 18 megahertz band is not a harmonic. So I don't know. So, um, and uh, probably uh, they would also use a tuner, you know, to fine tune the SWR on a infield antenna. But I'm saying, look, guys, you know, and people are spending 130, 140 bucks on the infield antenna, you know, the vinyl run you know. And I'm thinking, okay, why don't you just get a little auto tuner? Put it out there, and you can put your piece of wire up any length you want, pretty much. Uh, you can put it vertical, you can put it zigzag, you can put it into a loop. Uh, hook that, hook that, um, that auto tuner to it, and all you gotta do is transmit for about a half a second, and it goes click, 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 and it is tuned, and your SWR is like 1.1 to 1 on that band. You're top in a band, bottom in a band, you change bands, because one second it's tuned, and, uh, you know, I think 18 legs and 21 legs without any problems. Uh, so, you know, that's a good solution for somebody who wants an all banging antenna. Plus, you can almost make it stealth. You can take a single wire and you can run it, you know, wherever you want, either the house or out to a tree for a small wire or something. Uh, you can, you, it's almost stealth. Uh, in fact, uh, I've got, I've got antennas up in my house. I go back here and try to look for them to see if they're still up okay. I can hardly find the wires up in the trees because they blend in so well with, with uh, the lens and everything. So anyway, I, so I've got a video here. I was going to run here toward the end of the show. Uh, people may have seen it before. It's, it's on our YouTube channel. And it's called uh, uh, Portable Operation in North Carolina here at the house. And it kind of gives them an overview of using this auto tuner and how I put the antenna up. And then we give a little demonstration toward the end of how it works. You can see me jump from band to band to band and how quickly it tunes and how perfectly it tunes. And uh, I, I do still always believe uh, you need to put that antenna. You need to put you need to put that tuner out at the antenna. I, I don't like having the I don't like having the tuner uh, intersected. Put the antenna out at the far end of the coax where you're not tuning the coax or anything else. So uh, that's the video. I'm going to try to run it here in a minute. Uh, if you've seen it, you guys want to go uh, get your cup of coffee or, or watch your news. Uh, you can you can do that. We'll run that in just a minute. It's about 22 minutes long. Lynn, you got anything else going there? No, not really. Um, talking to you, talking about the end feds. I want to get me one and replace my 2040 dipole with that. See how well it does. Yeah. 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 So I'll be looking at Huntsville for some wire and stuff. Yeah. And you know, you know, I hate to, you know, 
people, you know, we do follow ANTLR, and probably even public pros, I mean, you know, uh, uh, old may say, yeah, ANTLR, you know, you are, you're a certain type of wire. I have never used ANTLR, uh, I've used whatever wire I can find. Yeah, I, I just want a decent length of a decent gauge copper wire. Guess what? If I'm using an auto tuner and it stretches three inches, what's the big deal? Auto tuner is going to tune it the next time I operate. You know, so, you know, anyway. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Um, but I just, you know, I don't have any long lengths of sturdy wire that's not going to come down in the first windstorm. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that's all I'm looking for. I got a note here about Jackson County in the club. They want to meet with me here Saturday. Saturday. I must meet you in Chet County Airport 9 a.m. this Saturday, if possible. Yeah. I will, I'll be there. But Jeff came for QBC and I'll be there Saturday. And, uh, Maybe I'll have all my chores down here. You know, when you come in, I do. Kathy checked the list. We always write down what we do. And, and uh, I know what the full thing was that I've already done. I repaired the garage door opener. It wasn't open and shutting right. The wires had come off one of the, one of the sensors and it was angled. Uh, probably a bear or, you know, Bob Jack got in there and you know, pulled it loose or something. I don't know. But, and we do have bobcats here, guys. We oh, had yeah. one a back porch here a couple of years ago. That's the only one I've ever seen. But um, when I do go out in the yard look around, I mean, when I do go out in the yard, I do look around because the forest comes right up to a house right here, right here behind the house there. And uh, I don't know, man. If me and a bar got into it, I don't know how I'd come out to show you. All <laughs> right. You don't want to get into that. That's right. Dollar uh, Brent says he used 22 gauge dog fence wire. Yeah, 100 watts is real good. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sure there's some differences in different wire. For instance, you can buy this uh, you can buy this uh, electric fence wire. You can get a spool of 500 feet for almost nothing. You know, it's a solid, it's pretty stead, strong stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if it's steel and it's a uh, uh, copper clad or if it's, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. It might just be steel with uh, some type of uh, coating on it. I don't know. But uh, I run very small wire. Hey, even number 12 and number 10 wire that I run with insulation on it. Guys, if you use black insulated wire, it's just going to show out the sky out there. It's almost invisible. So that's one of the things that uh, I've And uh, I've never really run an antenna with real, real small wire. You know how we use, uh, uh, you know, number 36 for our, our, our Pico balloon antennas? Now, that could break pretty easy, but, you know, maybe, maybe for a show one day, you know, kind of just make us a, a 20-meter dipole. And then the 36 wire, that's about the size of the hair on your head. And just get that thing out there. You have to support the center, of course. 
just bring wounds out in time well. And uh, hey, I don't know. You think they could think they could uh, handle uh, six eight hundred watts? I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. But you know, it'd be more fun to make that a, an HF dipole and see what kind of power that or like thirty gauge wire wrap wire can take. Yeah. You know, you'll find the find the breaking point of that. Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I'm getting loyal to you, man. I think the air conditioner blowing, or else it's storming outside. <laughs> air conditioner blowing. I'm expecting that. That's no, okay. It's okay. I'm expecting rain. Uh, it, it, it's okay. I was expecting that rain to get here. It looked like it was heading this way here. All right. So, hey, uh, before I put that video up, and I don't know how well it is going to run, but hopefully some of the people from uh, the Jackson County Android Club might be watching, and I think they would like to see it. Uh, anything else? Let's see. Well, Brett put a link for that wire at Lowe's. Uh, which wire is it? Lowe's? Uh, it's 20 gauge pet boundary fence wire, 500 feet for 28 bucks. That's, that's pretty, uh, pretty good. Um, I wonder, and it's probably one, but uh, you know, my friend had horses, and uh, you know, the electric fence, you can you can get that in like a cloth of wood, but it's metallic. You know what, you know what I'm talking about? It's, it's metallic, but it's like a cloth ribbon. I wonder how that would work. I don't know. This is 20-gauge uh, solid copper wire. Yeah, yeah. With a weatherproof jacket. Yeah. Now, I saw someone on Facebook looking for some antenna wire, and it was like, it was like number 12 stranded, and in the middle, it had a piece of Kevlar, I guess, for strength. Man, that was some strong stuff, wasn't it? I yeah. Guess. Well, you know, Kevlar didn't, uh, really big, Kevlar didn't look much bigger than one strand of that strand of iron, but I guess that's uh, pretty strong. And, uh, let's see, Chris says he, he researched some copper versus silver versus aluminum. Uh, didn't see a whole lot of difference there. Yeah. But, but yeah, that that's not bad. Twenty seven bucks for a five hundred foot spool. That's that's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. But you know me, I'm I'm looking at a ham fest. I'm looking for somebody just dumping some wire for five bucks, kind of deal. Yeah, and one of the things I did. So what was it? Oh, I was at uh, Sevierville Ham Fest I think last year. I, I bought like a five hundred foot wire. I don't know why I did it, but I mean, it's good. It's good string. It's like parachute cord. It's like one eighth inch small parachute cord. It's very strong. It's probably probably eight hundred pound test. You know, yeah. I use that for some of my antennas, uh, but it was white. I prefer a dark wire. Uh, yeah. You see it less. You know. All right, so guys, we're going to do this. Um, I'm going to run the video. That take us just about to show closing time. And, um, you know, I'll be in the chat room. If you want to chat, I'll be here. Glenn, if you got something to do and you have to go, just go. Yeah, I'll be here. 
Gus, when he, when he comes back on, we're going to close the show. I mean, right at the end of the video, we're going to close the show. I'm not even sure how well it's going to run. So maybe Mark P or someone in there, and then the channel can tell us how well the video is running. Because uh, I'm going to try to do a share and run a video from here. Don't know how it's going to work. This video is a couple years old, but it is um, exactly uh, the configuration I use when I get here. The antennas are the same, the radios are the same, the tumors are the same. I, I do have the, the, the radio that I bought is the IC7300 right here. Uh, but everything's the same, and uh, it's uh, fast and easy to put up. I can put that antenna up in just a few minutes, and I can take it down in just a few minutes. Uh, even, if, even if it's raining, I can take it down and pull it in out of the porch there and just roll it up. Okay, Glenn, thanks for being with us tonight, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and try to share the video. And uh, we'll be back in about 22 minutes, guys. And I, I will be in the chat room. And uh, let me just make a quick announcement again. Uh, for those listening out there, this is Amateur Radio Roundtable. It's a show about ham radio, shortwave, and electronics. If you're listening on Royal Famous WBCQ, we're glad you're with us here. Many of us are out as shortwave listeners. And uh, it's, it's a great hobby. Get your license. For our Facebook group, it's called W5 KUV. 14,000 members in that Facebook group. Hit a subscribe button. It's over there. My Glenn's left shoulder on the screen. Hit that subscribe button there. And uh, I think that's about all the answers. So let me see if I can share this, uh, this video here with this, uh, this cloud-based system we're using tonight. Okay. Are right. you seeing that? Yeah. All right. Hey guys, this is Tom, yeah, W5KUB. Well, we uh, made it to North Carolina. Uh, it's about a 10 hour drive from our home in Carterville, Tennessee. But uh, we made it, and uh, we, Ed and I made it in last night, and uh, this is what it looks like. We're kind of in a valley, but well, we got mountain behind us too. But uh, I'm going to uh, do some ATF operating from here. And uh, what I'm going to do is, uh, do you see this tree right in front of, front of us here? That tall tree right there. I'm going to shoot a line over the top of that tree uh, in a little while with my pneumatic antenna launcher so we're going to go over that in just a few minutes and we'll show you that let me walk around to the front yard here the leaves are starting to drop they're not too colorful right now uh, it's been a strange fall so we don't have the color here that we used to we usually get the trees are you know it's uh it's late october and the trees are just, just starting to color change color a little bit but they're already uh, dropping off. So there's some of uh, Kathy's relatives down here. Uh, several of the homes you see in the distance uh, are her cousins and aunts and uncles. And uh, she has an uncle that uh, lives over on the other, well, across the valley. And 
that uh, mountain lands his up to the peak, but that's almost straight up, so it's a useless end there. So let me walk down. The yard's got quite a hill to it here. Let me turn back toward the house. And uh, right here on the front porch is where I'll probably be operating. I like to sit on the front porch and uh, I'll run that antenna coax up to the front porch here. So there's the house. The garage is toward the end. There's the truck. Here's the tree we will try to go over the top of. Right here. Pretty tall tree. Up, 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 up. So that's going to be our next project. Just a few minutes we'll get the, uh, the launcher out and see if we can't go uh, over the tree. So here you can see in the uh, back of the truck, here's my box with my coax and, and all the wires that I'll put down is the radials and uh, the uh, the uh, antenna tuners in there, probably in the bottom. There's the antenna launcher. We're going to try it out for the first time today. There's a little air compressor we're going to use to uh, put some air in it. Guys, I'm here with my uh, buddy Ed Harrison. Uh, uh, been knowing Ed a long time, and uh, Ed, uh, Ed used to make potato guns, potato cans, and that's where you put the air W40 in the tube, and, and you light it, and it blows a, a tomato, I mean, it blows a potato, you know, about a half a mile, and then uh, uh, it also blows your fingers off sometimes. But anyway, so Ed's here, and look, what we're fixing to do is we're going to put some air in this thing. So let me see if I can switch cameras. Well, I don't know if I can switch antenna launcher. This is how we're going to get our string or our rope across, over the tree. Um, and uh, first of all, you need to make you some little bullets like this. It's just a three-quarter inch PVC with caps on it and, a, and an eye on the end to put your line on. All right, and here's our uh, here's our gun right here. If you want to take a look at that, Kathy will uh, try to pan around and show you the, uh, the the gun. It's just an air air tank here, basically a valve and a in a barrel. We're going to take the uh, we're going to take the bullet. We're going to take the bullet, and we're just going to put it in the end here. And we found that um, it needs to go down pretty deep uh, in there. To it needs to go down pretty pretty good. I've, okay, so I've got it down. I've got it down about that far. That should be good. Uh, we we our first launch today. We had it only at the top, and it didn't go very far. So now we've got a, a portable air compressor here, hooked onto our valve here, running it on that little 12 volt battery. So we put about 50 pounds in there. All right, we've got about uh, actually got about 55 pounds of air pressure in there. The uh, pipe is rated, I think, for let's see what the schedule 40 is rated for the big pipe here. Schedule 40 is rated at uh, uh, 280 pounds per square inch. You should never put that in there. So we're going to go over. Tree limb up there, it's about 70 or 80 feet in the air. All right, so let's focus in on uh, this. Uh, 
just one thing to remember always release your uh, reel make sure that's released we're gonna aim it open the valve and it's gonna be gone so I doubt you're gonna see it but we're gonna look up over the tree here I want I'll count down three two one and fire and uh, you might see it three two one fire All right, it uh, looks like it did a pretty good job there. It went right over right exactly where we wanted it to go. Had plenty of uh, plenty of range. That's, that's good. All right, so we used our uh, air gun to uh, lock the uh, antenna rope with. This is what I used to use. Hey, you know, you can pay $100 for these, uh, you know, some of the ham outlets, but I'll tell you, you can buy this slingshot at, at uh, Walmart with surgical tubing on it for about seven bucks. It'll shoot a long ways. And you can buy a, a Zipco 404 reel for about four or five bucks. And you just pass it on there with a clamp and look at this. Put you a lead weight on there, put that on your arm, and it's pretty accurate too. You can aim very accurately with the slingshot and shoot that lead weight and that fishing line will go out and over and then hey, just reel it back. So that's uh that's uh alternate two. Alright, you're on. Okay, so hey, take my piece of wire. Already tangling up in the uh, leaves here. But just take your piece of wire. Hey guys, you don't need an insulator. A nylon cord is an insulator. Tie you a loop in the wire like this. Tie your string in the in the end of the uh, in the end of that wire loop right there, like that. Make sure it's tied a couple times. Now we're gonna pull we're gonna pull the string up, and there you go. I guess it, you got a good close up of that end. You got your loop, and you got your string, and that is an insulator. So here we go. I'm going to start pulling it up out here, and it should go up. So here we go. The only bad part is rolling all this up. So the, the line should be uh, up. I get tired, I'll have it edge. I'm just going to uh, tie it off right here.
and our antenna is in the air and when we get ready to leave we're just going to tie the knot pull it back down it's come down faster than it went up so we got just a little bit i had a little bit of wire left over here i think i had uh probably close to 75 or 80 feet on here um, what you can do you can go up over that limb and then you can go horizontal go horizontal for 30 40 50 60 feet and uh, you'll have both vertical and horizontal uh, lobes there but we're gonna we're gonna just keep it right here for now all right so yeah our uh, our counterpoise our radio right here old salvage wire you can see you have the insulation breaking on it look at that but hey the copper's good in it so what we're going to do is lay three radials out from the point we're going to put our antenna antenna here run one this way We're going to run another radio. We're going to stretch it out. Okay. All right, and we're going to put a third radio down. You could operate with just one radio, but we got three down. This is kind of like a ground plane on a ground plane antenna. We're going to have three, three elements, you know, three, three radios. Yeah, I'll let you hold that right there. We're just going to run this one this direction. So we got one radio running uh, east, one north, and this one's going to run kind of, let's see, east, north. This will be running west. Okay, this is a SG237 antenna tuner. And guys, this thing will tune anything. If you look right here, 1.8 to 60 megahertz, it's only a 100 watt uh, tuner, but you only need an eight foot piece of wire or a whip, and it'll tune 80 meters through six meters with just an eight foot piece of wire, and you can talk around the world on it. We put up about 70 feet of wire, but it doesn't make a difference I mean, I think the more wire we get out, the better it is. Guys, this tuner will tune a gutter. If you got rain gutters, you put this on your rain gutter, you'll talk around the world. I talked one time on my El Camino. I hooked this to the bumper of my El Camino in the backyard, made a contact in Washington State. The guy said, your mobile sounded good. And I said, you don't understand. I'm not running mobile. I'm running the El Camino as the antenna. Because after all, it's insulated. It's got tires on it. I was using the body of the car as the antenna, 
using this. So we're going to hook this up. Our vertical hooks here, our ground system, our three radios are going to hook here. We hook our coax on the end here and power it with 12 volts. And to operate, all we have to do is hit it with RF for about one second and it auto-tunes. And it remembers. It has thousands of frequencies. It remembers thousands of memories. And I'll be able to work 80 through 10 meters, jump bands, perfect SWR. So we're going to hook it up right now. I need that wire right here. So my wire is a little long here, as you can see. So I'm just going to I'm just going to cut it off. Again, we don't need any any exact distance, but I'm going to cut it off, and we're going to put it on the tuner. I'm just going to wrap it around right here. We're going to tighten this down. And our tuner, our antenna should be on it. And then we've got three radials. There's one. One and there's two. And there's three. We're just gonna put these three radios on here. This has been out in the weather for many years. You can see my washers there are rusting a little bit, but uh, so we're gonna put these three radios on here and tighten them down. Alright, so our antenna system is ready to go. And it is waterproof, but um, I will put that probably in a plastic bag just for a little bit extra protection. And uh, our antenna is ready to go. Where's all your connections? Explain that. Okay. So what we got here on the end for power, uh, on the cable, one end, of course, goes to the rig. We'll extend that with about 75 feet of RG8, uh, RG8X. Then I just... That's a little RG45 jack that I run cable out at home with, but uh, I'll just plug 12 volts in here. And that's all it is to it to make this thing work. Okay, we have our antenna up and our radios laying out, and next we're going to set the uh, rig up. We've got our cables already here, one to power the antenna tuner, and the coax. That's all we need to be all band operation. I've got an old suitcase here, a hard suitcase. Then I bring my TS-570 that I use portable. Let's see if it's all together in there. Got my log books in here, writing pad. There's the 570. Don't forget your power cable. And we brought our MFJ 20 amp switching power supply. So let me get this out of the way.
So basically what we're going to do, we'll set the power supply up, we'll set the radio up, put our log books here, our DX chart, and we'll, uh, we'll set a laptop here so we can look at uh, some of the uh, DX spots and so forth. Well that's about it. We'll see you in a few minutes. Okay guys, we're all set up here. Uh, this is our ham shack uh, for this weekend. We got a, we got a pretty good uh, area to expand if we want to. So we, we're all hooked up here. I've got my uh, got my laptop out here with my DX spots on there. There's the uh, 570. Got my uh, band plan here. Let me turn it down. Got my band plan. Got a little power supply in the background. Got our log book here. Here's some of my last contacts. So that's some of my latest contacts. Now let's do this. I want to show you how this antenna works. Antenna tuner works. Let me pick a frequency on 40. On 40, that's uh, kind of clear. If I can find a clear frequency. All right, that sounds pretty clear right there. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to hit it FSK. I didn't bring a key to uh, key down, uh, but I'm just going to put it on FSK, and that way if I uh, key the mic. Now, watch the SWR meter right here. Right here. All right, I'm going to key it. Watch the SWR meter. Well, you saw it went full scale, and then instantly it went back to almost a one-to-one. -one. So the SWR is showing one-to-one. -one. So let's do this. Let's go to uh, let's go to another. Let's go up to uh, 20 meters. Let's just find a spot. Oh, that's pretty quiet there. We're going to tune up here. Watch the S watch the um, SWR meter here, and watch how quickly it tunes. All I do is put a little power, a little power to the antenna. Watch how quickly it tunes. Here we go. All right, it started off high. It's 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 tuning, and it stabilized at one bar, at one to one. Okay, let's tune up. Um, let's go to 18 uh, megahertz. Let's let's tune up right about there. Nobody's there, so again, I'm just going to tune up with the FSK. Just to get a little output. I'm going to key the mic. Watch the uh, watch the SWR meter here. You'll see it come up kind of full scale, and then very quickly it will ratchet itself down to one to one. Now here we go. I'm going to key up, key up. All right, we got some SWR. It's it's tuning, it's tuning, and it is tuned. And you see there's a full 100 watts output. That's how quick it tunes. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, 15 meters. That sounds pretty quiet. We're going to tune up here. Well, it tuned uh, almost instantly. Uh, there's, uh, what is that? That's um, 12 meters. Let's try to tune up on 12, 12 meters. Here we go. All right, we got a little SWR, and there it is. It, uh, it brought it down to one to one and 100 watts. 
let's go to uh, 80 meters. Let's go to um, let's go to um, uh, 10 meters. Uh, just somewhere in there. Again, we're gonna try. Uh, we're gonna key up in the FSK. Here we go. Well, it it tuned very quickly, dear. So that's how quickly this antenna tuner will tune anything. Very quickly, it's all band. I don't care if you're at the at the low end of the band or you're at the high end of the band. You're gonna have the same uh, low SWR across the entire bands, any band. That's what I like about having a portable or not a portable, but a, a auto antenna tuner out at the antenna. It's out, out. you saw me put it at the base of the tree. So it tunes that wire. I've got three radios out and uh, hey, it does a wonderful job. W5KUB, do you copy, Bill? Uh, yeah, I copy you now, Tom. I was, I was uh, tuning around there. Uh, William had uh, 7.139, but uh, it's not clear for me. I have a station there that's very close that's in the contest. Uh, I copy me. W5KUB, WZ5X. All right, well, guys, we're back. Uh, hopefully, that wasn't too boring for you, and hopefully, uh, we have some good people. Oh, what's going on, dude? Did you go down? I'm not sure what happened. Anyway, hey, hopefully, if we got some new people who are watching and wanted to see that, uh, that will explain the uh, auto antenna tuna. It's about 9.30, it's about the normal time we uh, cut off, 9.30. I'm confused, it's on my Easter time right now. 10.30 Easter. Oh, it's 10.30, okay. Yeah. It's 9.30 here. 
Yeah, the clock on my PC is on Memphis time, so it is 10.30 here, and uh, I thought, oh, man, we're finishing an hour early, but no, this is about the time we, uh, we end the show each night, so uh, anyway, hey, Glenn, uh, man, uh, I, I, did the video come through fair? I mean, I know it looked like a slideshow, but... It was uh, more of a slideshow than anything else. Yeah, so... Um, well, I'm trying to figure out how to get you back in here, Glenn. There we go. So it's more like a slideshow, but the audio ran fairly good. Yeah, the audio ran really good, but the uh, the video was was slow because you just couldn't get the stuff uploaded fast enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, very good. I hope at least it got the message across uh, of what we we're trying to show tonight. And, um, that's about it, guys. I, I think we got it. I think we've got two or three popcorns left here that we haven't cooked yet. Um, I need to put popcorn on the um, list. We're going to run out of popcorn if you're not careful here. Uh-oh. No, you can't run out of popcorn. That's not, not right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we got a little family coming up. Uh, maybe... Thursday, we got the granddaughters and son in law coming up uh, Thursday to be with us about a week here. So uh, I'll be sure having you. Uh, I'm going to say good night to everybody out there. Uh, 73, good night to everybody. Russ uh, Glenn, uh, has anything else to say? No, I'm good. I'm good. We'll, we'll just see y'all next week because I got to go to work in the morning. All right, and uh, hey, we'll try it again next week. Uh, I think we had enough, uh, enough balance with that low. I think we we'll let the show happen at least. And we're coming to you tonight from the Blue Ridge Mountains in Western North Carolina. And uh, oh, let's see, somebody join us. Yeah, he's going to have yeah. more bandwidth than you. Yeah, hey, I'll just turn it up and be able to build you there. Not yet. Well, I'll prove you can't He's there. Well, yeah. 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 No, 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 no video yet. Let's try it here. Well, maybe Bill hadn't got his uh, high speed internet yet. I know it's supposed to be being installed here soon. Yeah. Somebody Clifton says he has no power. Oh, oh he has no power. You know, who talking about Clifton he has no power? I don't know, but um, that storm's pretty pretty rough. I'm not surprised if it's not taking power out along along the path. Because my my work phone is tied to the network alarms and it was going off all evening. So there was, yeah. there was stuff going down all over the place. Yeah. 
Let's see what the rain looks like here. So what's in the area here? Uh, oh, hey, you know, hey guys, I forgot to show you. I forgot to show you this. And Jeff, remind me, I thought I had a picture, but I obviously didn't load the picture, guys. But look at this. I am, I am an honorary member of Jackson County Association. That's official, man. I got the card and everything. So, well, heck, the least you could have done oh, was pay dues and become an official member. Well, I thought about that. I might, I might just, when I see them, I might, I might lay a little. Saturday when I see them. I mean, it can't it's be a small club. It's a small club, and I know they've got insurance payments and all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. They to do. So, so we'll, uh, we'll probably get them out here. All right. All right. Let's we'll see. Bill, are you there, Bill? Bill, Bill, Bill. Show me the Are you there, Bill? His mic is muted. Mike is muted and no video. Now it's unmuted. No. No. The app may be giving him fits. Bill, you might need to log off the app and or stop the app and restart it. That's what I had to do when I had no video. But it seems like the app fires up for me and says the camera's locked by another app. And I exit and come back, and then it works. Well, he's gone now. He's gone. So let me uh, let me go back to the room. Hey, I'm going to go back to my my background. Let's let's check this out here, guys. Let's see my background. See if this just screws up there really real bad. Let's see background, background, background. I don't know which button to click on. Well, yeah. turn virtual background. There we go. That'll really bring my band down, but I hope you're using the virtual background today. Okay. Good night, everybody. Thanks for watching. You've been watching uh, Android Roundtable. It's about here right now. Join us Tuesday nights. You can join us every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time just by going to w5kub.com. And uh, join us in the chat room and join us in the room. We also appreciate our short listeners. Short listeners are listening to our forum on Thursday afternoons between 5 and 7 p.m. Eastern Time is 7490. Come Hertz. 73, everybody. Good night. Uh, let's see.